Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Liverpool's transfer window, as one door opens, by Karl Kopak. Much of the focus of the summer, which is still only weeks old, it should be said, for fans of any club, is the possibility and speculation of the transfer window. We're all anxious to see who we can get through the door and onto the pitch for next season's inevitable league and Champions League double. But it's also worth remembering that there are two elements to all of this. While incoming signings are by far the more exciting, there will be some leaving the club to make way for them. So I thought I'd have a look at four of the most likely to leave Anfield before the Reds head down to Vicarage Road on the first step towards unavoidable domestic and European glory. Taking them in alphabetical order, let's start with the one I'd personally be sorry to see go. The jury has been out on Lucas Leiva since the day he completed his move from Gremio in 2007. Some believe him to be vastly underrated and vital to the club, while others see him as Rafa's greatest mistake. Well, clearly he isn't that. Two words here, Alberto Aquilani. The Brazilian is still only 30 years old, but while he certainly played his part in the last campaign and was the only player to score a winning goal in January's nine games, it is unlikely that he'll have many more minutes on the pitch next term, particularly if Dejan Lovren becomes third choice behind a new signing. He is, of course, the last link with the 2009 side that came so close to winning the league, so it will be a shame to see him go. He is not only a senior member of the squad, but also one of the most approachable in the dressing room and around the corridors of Melwood. And while Jurgen Klopp's men have plenty of experience nowadays, no one has a decade at the club behind them. At the time of writing, Newcastle and his old manager have yet to make a move, but given that Rafa will need experience and cool heads in order to stay in the Premier League, an offer can't be too far away. Lazar Markovic sits in the opposite corner, with only 19 appearances in red under his belt, and the last one being a six-minute cameo against QPR two years ago. The writing has been on the wall for a long time now. The three loan spells at Fenerbahce, Sporting Lisbon and Hull City haven't exactly been covered in glory either, so it's little wonder that Klopp is prepared to let him go. He's 23 now, so no longer one to watch, and in all honesty, there's been little to see. It's been a sorry affair, as he only really featured as a wing-back in Brendan Rodgers' 3-4-3 system, which briefly rallied the Reds' season in 2014-15. But it was hardly the best place to showcase his talents. We took three goals from his time here, which isn't great for a £20 million outlay. Still, he will be remembered for the most ludicrous red card ever seen at Anfield. We'll always have that. 
As Marco Silva has now moved on from Hull City to Watford, there's a chance that Lazar will follow him there. I hope he does well in 36 games next season and has a day off when he twice lines up against the Reds. Some transfers just don't work and the poor lad has been passed around so often that it would be nice if he at least unpacked at some point and moved into a house rather than a hotel. It was quite a sending off though. And then there's Alberto Moreno. Ah, Alberto. Just what are you? Albi gets hauled over the coals for any number of reasons, but still attracts numerous fans. Some like his pace and single-handed attempts to score from his open penalty area without passing, while others, me, wouldn't mind him tracking back occasionally and keeping a defensive line. Another player to be ousted by Jürgen, Moreno's greatest contribution to the last campaign was his frankly bizarre defensive performance at the Emirates on the opening day, when he seemed determined to give away as many penalties as possible, and then, eight months later, the missed open goal at the Hawthorns, when he had the whole goal mount to aim at and somehow opted for a corner. The manager defended him on both occasions, but then again, he also hugged Jordan Ibe a lot, and we all know what happened to him. If Albion is chimpanzee gun-toting tats do leave us, it will mean that the club will not have a single specialist left back at the club. Then again, like John Arnaurice's final seasons, he seemed to prefer attacking rather than tackling and covering, so maybe there'll be little difference. I think I'd just like to see him go, just so we can buy a left back who, you know, can play left back from time to time. That'd be nice. I still expect Milner to start there though, despite his age and look of constant exhaustion. And so to Mamadou. If we can find a buyer desperate for his signature, his should be the highest yielding transfer from the club. Apparently, we're looking for a sum in the region of £30 million, which seems about right, but Crystal Palace seem reticent about placing a bid at that level. I went to the Palace Oracle for further information about this, my mate Matt, and he tells me that there'll be no move for a while as they still don't have a manager. They also have more pressing concerns than adding the Frenchman to their squad. Namely, a new keeper to replace Wayne Hennessy, a right back, and attacking midfielder, and another striker. In other words, half a new team. It looks unlikely that he'd go to the Eagles then. I also asked him about a new manager. He said he'd love Pellegrini or De Boer, but will probably end up with someone's shit. Roy, it is then. As for how much we'll accrue from those four, it's difficult to tell. Lucas will be a free, you'd think we can get something from Markovic, and Moreno will be about £15 million plus, but God knows about Sacco. He can be great when he wants to be, but there's always the spark of madness in his brain, and not many would want to take that on. Certainly no one from Europe's elite. Maybe a place in the squad rather than the first team at his beloved PSG? Maybe. Well, we'll have to see. It's still only June, after all, and although it would have been nice to see us not fuck up the Van Dyke deal, at least we've got some time to get things done before pre-season training. But not that long. It would appear that Emre Chan's not going to be added to this list of four people that Carl's mentioned here. I think he's right with the four he's picked. They're the most likely to be off, I would imagine. You still get the feeling that something might happen there with Lucas. I don't know why I think that, but I just have a feeling that that might just end up where he ends up staying around for yet another season. I think that would disappoint a lot of Reds fans, and maybe just for that reason particularly I'd like to see it. But uh, I do think he probably will be off, and Newcastle would be a good fit, you think, um, you would imagine. The others Carl mentions again, I think he's spot on. Markovic will obviously go, but for what? 
um, having diminished so much in terms of his status and reputation and therefore value. And then you've got Moreno. And Moreno, I think, is the kind of player who might be a really good fit somewhere, but it would require someone, I would imagine, from Spain who remembers him as he was there with his previous club, who believes that they can get that kind of form from him again. Um, because there have not been that many highlights at Liverpool. And I was never one of those people who had it in for Moreno as such, but he did make me nervous and he continued to make me nervous anytime he appeared on the pitch. And I think that was a common enough perception of him and maybe it was slightly unfair, but then again, it, it did have its roots in some pretty mad decisions on the pitch and on the field of play. And when we have that uncertainty in defence, having a wild card like that in there, someone who's inclined to do the things that he does, it just makes the whole thing that much more unworkable. So for me, he has to be one of the ones who's moved on. And as Carl says, we could possibly get a little bit of a fee for him. And then you've got Mamadou Sacco. And I think Sacco is possibly, again, as stated in the piece, the most valuable asset that we've got in our books. But again, like with Moreno, it'll require some club saying, well, I know my perception of this player is X and therefore it's worth whatever. And uh, we just have to hope that those combined whatevers from Moreno and Sacco are sizable enough because for all the talk of war chess, you get the feeling that we'll have to be money in before there's a substantial amount of money out. Maybe that's a little unfair, but we're stuck with this whole wait and see thing, which is getting more than a little bit um, tedious, I think, for most of us. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.